The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Uh, I'm Art. And I'm Brian. This is a Sunday edition. Thank you for joining us. What the heck's going on, guys? Huh? What's happening? Rally Monte Carlo was going on. That's what was going on. Ah, that was so good. So right. Did uh, you watch it? I watched yeah, it too. Yeah. I watched the uh, the the summary of stages or whatever on Red, Red Bull. Bull. The recaps, yeah, it's yeah. Rad. Red Bull TV. It's a free app on Apple TV. I'm sure you can watch it elsewhere on your devices. And uh, they have a a recap of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like they would in F1, kind of. But um, it's really well done. And rally isn't impacted as much by lack of spectators. So. Right. You know, they're out there on random roads. It'd be nice to see the guys next to the bum fires and waving <laughs> flags and stuff. Um, dude, how treacherous does that rally look? So gnarly. So I just so saw intense. some accidents, and they look pretty – it was so icy, right? Very icy. My first thing when I started watching it, I was like, holy shit, it's exactly – like, I know all these turns from that. Oh, <laughs> from the nice. no way. Yeah. Really? Nice. And, yeah, it's exact. I mean, dude, they it do is a great it. job, right. dude. Yeah, all the hairpins and – there's all these hairpins when you're climbing the hill and you're like, Oh yeah, that's where the guardrail is right there. It's sketch. And like, it's <laughs> all like exactly the same. That's it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Dude. Like, that's to hilarious. See all that. And you're like, dude, I know that's a sketchy section or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then also that sh- it's done really well. The recaps. Cause they'll like, they have the little inner, the, the lady interviewing the guys when they come in and asking yeah. them and stuff. And, um, it's kind of like the best way to do a rally, I think. Cause if you did it live, it would be weird. Cause they're all going and, you know, one after the other, it would just be so yeah. boring, right? It's like eight hours of rallying you'd be watching or something. And you got to get really uh, nuanced, right? Yeah. Yeah. The The funny thing is uh, on that Friday, I think it was a Friday session, they went over some pass that was, I think it started dry and then they got to some ice and snow and then it finished dry. And two racers came in and uh, Danny Sordo was one of them who's very experienced. And he said it was the trickiest uh stint that he'd ever had because of the black ice so you'd come around and think it's dry and it's just nope no traction no braking yeah and to survive with those uh, conditions is so impressive yeah what's and his name the early- there, there's also the british guy gus greensmith in the fiesta he said mm-hmm. it was the, the trickiest he has ever driven period in his career yeah <laughs> like uh yeah dude it was so gnarly and like, then when they're like yeah this these guys like the the you know they're like they're a minute behind but this is as fast they could go because basically like the earlier guys like polished all the ice and stuff and like uh, made it so there's no grip out there or at gravel all. too or kicks, kick some gravel yeah, yeah, yeah kick some gravel back on the turns and stuff yeah. so you're coming around the next guy and there's nothing there it's it's so impressive yeah and they're so this is round one of the 2021 season and they look like they have a pretty full calendar because last year it got stopped like three rounds in, they had to completely stop for a while until they figured out how to like do COVID. Mm-hmm. But now they've sort of figured it out. There's a few new rallies. Um, they're finishing uh, November in Japan. Art, we should go. What do you think? Let's go. 
World Rally <laughs> World Rally Championship Japan. In November, you said? That's the la- last In race November. of the season. No, yeah, so it's that. snowy? Uh, I don't know where they no, race, but... Probably not. Really? It's probably, probably still pretty nice, yeah. But um, Dude, anyways, it's on Red Bull TV. And they were Check they were going to bring out the Safari Rally for 2020. They have it, it this is, year. Yeah, so that's 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 going to be crazy. Yeah, I don't I, Kenya in the middle of June or late June. It's going to be hot as shit. I, I don't uh, think they're doing deal. like the super long one though. It'll be a WRC version where it's shorter, right? Yeah, they just do you know yeah. their like five mile stints all day long or something, right. you know. Yeah, but, dude. But how about yeah. so? I guess uh, Sebastian. If you're a Sebastian, you're you're just by default a very very good uh, racer, and especially WRC driver. <laughs> like it I mean, helps, dude. Definitely OG, helps. like dude, it's so gnarly. I mean, I, I like last season. I started getting into it, and I only wa- ended up watching like a few races, and I regret that. Um, as I you know we're texting, I definitely want to stay on top of it this season. But but Sebastian Ogier is you know he he won. Well, he's got seven titles under his belt. He won Monte Carlo. Spoiler alert. And um. It's kind of because it's funny. They used to be he used to be uh, teammates with uh, Sebastian Loeb at Citroen. So like, who's the winningest, yeah. most successful rally driver ever? Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it looks like this guy's basically you know he's he said he's going to retire after the season, but he's like nipping at the heels here of like Sebastian Loeb's records, and he's so so good. It's crazy. It yep. is. Yep. It really um, is. That being said, I I, I really like uh, Thierry Newville's style. Like, it's so clear how smooth he is, and like also just watching the. You know, we've talked about people's like driving faces, and like Thierry Newville is like he looks like he's like you know fucking he's, kn- knitting, he's like knitting mittens, and you know like he, <laughs> he's like super chill, like just kind of like you can just watch his eyes. He's like super focused up ahead, and then um uh, what's his name Evans uh the the British kid. Um, that's uh, the Toyota teammate, Elvin Evans. Yeah, yeah. Elvin Evans. Elfin yeah, dude, Evans. he's like, he like is his, he's on like it. intense Just... face. Like, yeah, I like, love it. Yeah, and, and it's in <laughs> in um the commentators are talking about how like the guys that are really good on at these particular stages where there's debris everywhere and ice and wet and they're just so good at searching out the best line and like you can tell like Elvin is like analyzing the surface like nonstop right like trying to find oh, that totally. like that line and it's it's so intense um to to just i mean it's it's the i don't know like Brian I was thinking about Brian a lot actually <laughs> randomly because in the last podcast he was talking about how wheel to wheel racing is the absolute best way to like test your skill and to like learn how to drive a car fast and I was just like fuck dude comparing I mean I understand that it's very dynamic right you're thrown into so many different circumstances when you're wheel to wheel but now you throw in you know, forget the other cars. You're talking about surfaces that are constantly changing, temperatures, conditions. Like, it's so inten- intense. I, I I have to think that, you know, WRC drivers are the best drivers in the world. I mean, like, um, in terms of the most well-rounded. And, 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 and just knowing car, how to... <laughs> How to control a car, basically. How to control a car, yeah. right? And, and I at, mean, if we're at, if we're yeah. opening this up, like that's what that's. Uh, I would probably go back and clarify my statement, whatever statement I made. Uh, I'm sure I used the wrong words because that's why uh, the dirt stuff has always been so high on my list. Like, and and it was one thing in particular. Dave Coleman, who uh, worked at Mazda as an engineer and uh, with the Miata stuff, and runs uh, helps run uh, Moto IQ or whatever. Um, and uh is is uh friends with uh our buddy ryan they do lemons racing together anyways ryan was sitting as a, I, I think i've told this story before but ryan was sitting as a uh as a passenger at laguna seca and they were in his uh uh m coupe or something uh dave coleman's uh something happens uh it's not it's it's out you go through the corkscrew 
and then it's the left turn. I forget what turn number that is. The weird right op- first, like the then the left one after that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the left going downhill, high speed, a little tricky. Um, Ryan said something happened. They get upset, and uh, he j- Dave just floors it and does this full four wheel drift slide down that critical turn. Uh, that uh, that's really tricky. And <clears throat> Ryan mentioned to me that it was like the. Dr- the the car control that he was showing like spur of the moment was just like next level like that's he'd love to get to that point um and uh in chats with dave uh who ran a 510 in rally stage rally for a while uh apparently like that is where he learned all his car control was like just you know stage rally just does it like that you're just like constantly at that limit i can imagine and so learning mm-hmm. how to be comfortable with a car sliding is everything about car control and 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 for me that you know that's just like uh really nails it down and so i'm i'm totally i totally agree with you art like i i think uh exact exactly these guys doing wrc it's especially with i mean those guys sometimes you see this the the static camera shots where they're in the woods and these wrc guys are just bombing absolute bombing with trees right on the side of the road like and surface that is completely unpredictable and it looks like for some reason like the honestly the rally tires that they use like i feel like they look like slicks somehow like i don't even understand it they're pretty shallow tires this year it's all dude it's all kind of gnarly like they're pretty big wheels and like low aspect ratio tires and it's like dude it just looks like a complete recipe for disaster (laughs) and somehow they're just like (laughs) maintaining and like fighting over seconds at the end of these stages and it's like the gnarliest thing for me is like when they're when they have a puncture and they're still fucking winning like they still (laughs) win the stage or like they're still way faster and it's like or they have like sometimes they have to put a studded tire to replace one of their pop tires and they have a studded tire in one corner and they're fighting the fucking car and they're still the fastest at the stage it's like just it's so fucking cool and then also like from a driver's standpoint they have so much control like they, they they can change the car's handling characteristics so much like they could fuck with so many things right the diff the brake bias right. like they're they're they have, there's so many ways to like manipulate the way the car drives so it's like beyond the fact that they're driving like they, there's just that other element of knowledge and understanding Wait. of what like how to like control a chassis and make it handle well and drive well right do you think they're more elite drivers than like an f1 driver well, they're more well-rounded, yeah. right? I think like a. But a I would argue that the F1 drivers have done this as well, and I would say a lot of these guys have had F1 tests and couldn't cut it in F1. Well, it's it's very styles. focused, right? It's right? like, a, but it's I like mean, a, it's but like I'm F1. saying one is one better than the other. Like, if I'm saying if Verstappen went and decided to be a rally driver, I bet he'd kill it. Oh, you know, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Like, I'd love uh, to see like it. no, like when Senna, when Senna he's tested, he's a car control guy. But I know, but when and, Senna tested, which is you know the epitome yeah. of car control, uh, he tested the yeah. uh, the MG Metro, and he wasn't that great. And then like Raikkonen, Kimi wasn't that great. Like, um, th- yeah, like what, they what can else? compete, but they're not. Botas is good. Right? Botas is decent, right? Yeah. So it, I think it's. I mean, and, and that being not- said, it's like it is a you know. But they're also they were just play, they were like trying it out. They're not like full in it. By the way, well, they was, have multiple international right? race yeah. of champions where they do they answer this Senate? question right? Yeah, Don't they, they. This is yeah. where they do like several different competitions and they see who's up. And I I don't know the history there, but I I think the rally guys do quite well in that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and that's didn't Vettel car, win it? Didn't 
Vettel won that, I think, before, and I don't. Know I have no. I don't know. I, I, don't I just kind of remember, you know, some some of the rally names. Oh, some of the some NASCAR clips. guys do really well too, because those do, are yeah. the short track guys that you know. Because a lot of people say, like Mario Andretti says, that's like the best way to hone your skills, and it's basically ra- you know going the circle repetition, short yeah. track racing. Um, because that's all car control as well. Yeah. Right. And the same thing yeah. with I, don't know. I mean, it's yeah. one of those things it's like comparing Lewis Hamilton and Michael Schumacher, right? It's like you're different, you're totally different sports. So I, it, it, I have a hard time like saying one as the best drivers in the world when when I think a lot of these guys Yeah. I guess I, I guess what go, I what it, they yeah. can probably cross pollinate and then Who's to say like Sebastian Loeb would be a great F one driver? Right? Not, Lane's, he may Lane's not bringing be, up yeah. pollination. I don't even know what we're talking about now. <laughs> this is a whole different uh, evocative uh, subject. But uh, that being said, I think <laughs> I, I I have the most respect for WRC drivers. I guess I should say right. Like it's, I think like just yeah. the limited understanding and knowledge that I have as as a, a guy who's an enthusiast driver. <laughs> like it's just like it's on a whole fucking other level, right? It's like um, the, the the car oh, control F one is like. And F1 is so futuristic and it's down calculated. to the, it's calculated. So if you do make little errors, uh, it's very difficult to come well, back. You kind of know everything that's going to come at you too. So you know like yeah. how hard to push during every turn and everything. Exactly. This is like there's way more unexpected moments. Um, they, I have more respect for WRC drivers. I guess that yeah. for me. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't way know. tougher. I, I could see both, but I mean, because think about F1, like the. I mean, going full, like full crazy. The speeds are going. The G forces, like, oh, uh, you yeah, know, you're, pushing, sure, know. you're doing it's, 13 Gs or whatever. You know, it's amazing, like, crazy yeah, that's for shit, sure. Yeah, Let me amazing. ask this question: yeah. uh, w- Current day WRC drivers, who, who do you have more respect for? Current day WRC drivers or old school 70s championship drivers when it was a different format, when it was marathon rally style, like long distance stuff, where you would be going over dirt and off road, but you also this is the pictures of them like grinding through these long days and pushing the car that whole like working on the car yourself replacing, like real, replacing yeah, tires. Yeah, yeah. And, what yeah. what do you guys think respect wise? I don't know. I don't know enough Probably about the, that. Were they going as hardcore? Like I think or, they were flogging more like they were the flogging these cars to the limit that I think in the same way, but the technology was obviously was like w- just way yeah. like lower, much lower speeds. Of course, I think you have to say like the, I mean I don't know about that, but like Walter Rohr and stuff like that, and those those cars like where he was dominating and you know driving the Lancia and the Audi. Uh, yeah, and stuff. I guess Group B. Yeah, so dangerous too. That seems crazy, even crazier than today because a lot of the respect is like the 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 fear factor yeah. stuff and and how dangerous it was back then and then how rickety those cars were where they were just like waiting you know, to the explode. lancias were like the lotus you know like add lightness basically and if you fucking hit anything you're dead yeah and yeah like that and he was a champion nuts. you know he won the championship in that car so yeah yeah it's I didn't refu- and he refused to race in like several races because it was too you know and he still Which, was and i'm glad you brought that up link because I, I i don't know how i left that out of the equation like that's obviously that, that middle ground the group b obviously that's like if you're talking about respect i mean that's so mm-hmm. gnarly yeah i think that's that's the ultimate um and you could say the same with like f1 too in the 70s it was so you know 60s it was so dangerous you know guys were dying every weekend racing shi- so. that's so crazy you know real shifters yeah. with clutches and everything can yeah. you imagine that? Like weekend after weekend, people are dying, and you're like, "So what are we doing next weekend? We're doing that again." Let's wait, wait, wait are you talking about Group B? 
no, F F one. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah saying, that's his, the worst. Yeah, that's the. What's his name? <laughs> has uh, what? What's uh, our, our Scottish the Scottish dude? Um, whatever. Uh, which one? Uh, Jim Jack, Clark. Jackie. Jackie. Uh, Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart has something like I think he said like. It's like 30 benches on his property, and they're all oh, dedicated yeah. to dead F1 driver friends of his. And he's like, that was just friends of mine that died. Not mm. That's not everyone I knew not that like died. That's people. not everyone that died when I raced. That's just friends of mine. Like, yeah. you know, like that died F1 race. It's F1. so absurd. And the, the um, podcast with Jackie Stewart talking about uh, Joachim Rint. Oh, Joachim, Joachim Rint. Joachim Rint, yeah. yeah. He uh, was just it was just so normalized. You were just like, well, yeah, I got to get back in the car. It's not going to happen to me. That was, that was a fluke thing. And you're doing that over and over and over. Yeah. I just, so shocking. They didn't stop and go, wait a minute. We need to figure this out. It's funny to hear that. I don't know if we talked about it, but the perspective, their perspective of Colin Chapman and like how, you know, he was like on trial and stuff and they were trying to like imprison him and stuff. Like, pretty gnarly shit because you know you talk he's like a hero and it's like ad lightness so great but he was building these like paperweight cars shitty you know dangerous things that wouldn't even necessarily like they would fall apart from just normal racing not just accidents right so gnarly yeah but anyways the rallies rally racing is pretty rad it's that's (laughs) yeah and i'm I, i know you've talked about it for a while warren but it is a pretty cool recap if you can get find out how to play it and stuff. I found the, out. This is the, the trick. The, it, the, the Red Bull app is the worst <laughs> fucking interface of all time. Yeah. It makes no sense. I don't I'm, know what is going on over there. Yeah. I think you have to drink like three Red Bulls in order to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I was like, wait, I go to cars and then how do you like <laughs> – Yeah, and then there's a rally. There's like a, there's like a motor – <laughs> something called motor and has a picture of a rally car. You yes. click it and it brings you to motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like, there. What the dude? fuck? Yeah. Uh, okay, this is how you do it. You go to search, uh-huh. type in WRC. Okay. That'll get you there. But then every time you go back to search, your WRC is always there. Oh, you just okay. click, go down and click WRC uh, again okay, and it'll, nice. it'll bring you there. But it's even once you get to that point, it's like future events, past <laughs> events. And you're like, I don't know what, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, give yeah. me the shit. Yeah, I want to do it like newest to to oldest kind of. I right? know, and you can definitely watch all the recaps from the years past and stuff. It's it's pretty good. So I'm looking at the yeah. IROC winners. Uh, this is the international race of champions. There's two different styles. One is just for basically NASCAR drivers, and they still do that. Um, Tony Stewart won it the last time. Tony but, Stewart's one of those like great race car drivers of all time, right? Everyone gives yeah, absolutely. Props and, yeah, I mean, on his days off, he'll go do like a uh, midget, and then he'll do a. Uh, like circle track with sprint cars and then go-kart racing and then yeah. go win a NASCAR race. And I think like, he tested like F1 and stuff and was fast. And, you know, a lot of these guys He's are, good. You wouldn't think it if you saw that guy walking through the mall. Yeah. <laughs> like that guy? Um, but the winner of the last race of champions uh, was good old uh, Benito Guerra. Oh, yeah, he's good, dude. Is he? Mexico. <laughs> uh, World Rally Championship in 2013. He's a Mexican rally driver wow. for Citron. So that's but, uh, uh, yeah. after a cactus. After all and of before it, that, after all of the different <laughs> events that they do, he's, he's the guy. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, in 2018, they competed in Riyadh, and David Coulthard won. Mm. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Go back and yep. show people what's up. Yeah, and uh, Petter Salberg was second, uh, WRC driver, of course. Yeah, so I went down a little YouTube like 
whole few months ago watching those those things you know like the race of champions and they had one in mexico i watched and you know wherever vegas or something but yeah they're kind of cool dude it's just some Very dude cool. that like put that together too like the whole hmm. you it's know great some promoter that's like all right i'm gonna do this like cool thing and and like seeing i think it was like michael schumacher and vettel in one and then you know the top like you know it is interesting field, it's actually flips back and forth the last few years from F1 drivers to WRC. Huh. So it is a very um, a good way to figure that out. Yeah, it's like cool. Uh, you cool. got to break it down too, right? Like, because there's different sty- there's different races. So like, it's be interesting to see like which ones you know certain drivers excel at versus others, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I'm trying yep. to remember. Like, I went. I was actually like super random, but um, the. Whenever they had the one in Thailand, um, I was there, and um, I missed it by a day. Like I, <laughs> I was actually working 20, in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve, yeah. I was I was in Taiwan working. I flew to Thailand for some other work stuff, and I missed it literally by a day. But I ended up hanging out with like a bunch of the people from Red Bull that were there for, for the event, um, which was cool. But um, yeah, I I got like their their buzz and their their uh contact high from like the experience because a lot of the gopro team went and actually set up all the cameras and like they interacted with all the drivers and like took pictures with like i think schumacher was there um so like at that at that race so but yeah i was so so bummed that i wasn't there um i I can't remember was it vettel that year maybe grosjean grosjean roman grosjean Grosjean, dude our boy well yeah that's when his jeans were just gross enough you know so that um (laughs) Pretty yeah. impressive, young, yeah. right? He won. Yeah, in twenty twelve, right? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Thailand. All right. Uh, speaking of rally, I have a tire story. Ooh. Not to, uh, won't get too contentious by, or anything. By the way, uh, just marker for later. Lane, didn't you run a rally thing too? Uh, uh, oh yeah, we ran a dirt. Okay, rally so thing go ahead, Wham. But you yeah. should talk oh, about okay. it that way. Yeah, I saw okay. Um. So I got a, a message from our good buddy Marty, Marty Drake, Cobra Marty, nice. uh, hit me up, and they're they're moving finally. Uh, I think as we're recording, they're probably in Oregon now. But uh, I think Marty was saying that they basically were going through thirty years of stuff in the house and trying to figure out how to, you know, get rid of stuff and all that. And finally, they did enough packing that they just decided we're just hiring movers and i'm like yeah that's the, that's the move right like yeah. they put it in the box for you it just gets on a truck it disappears. it's already so stressful moving that especially that yeah. distance it's like oh god that's my name is warren i am lane and we are here to talk to you about copart a new sponsor of the driving while awesome podcast we are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard to find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have a uh, K trucks, like the uh, trucks that Warren and I drove on the recent Round Cat Rally 
um, where we drove some Honda Acties, and they have a little uh, Warren Search Mitsubishi and found a little Mitsubishi K-Truck dump truck, actually. We all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world, and these guys have a mobile app, um, 100% online auctions. Uh, once you get signed up, it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles, jump right into auctions. You can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle, which is super useful. Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know, what's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts and, and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So had one go. tail light and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car, you're buying the ECU, you're buying the transmission, you know, you're buying all these parts. If you want to swap all these parts into a different car, or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even, no damage at all, really. But uh, right, yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So, what better place to look than uh, Copart? And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh, for a lot less. So, check out Copart.com, and uh, I would say bid with confidence. Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. I a little bit to help here. So he hit me up and said, um, I have a, a full set of Vanagon wheels and tires. Uh, the tires are in good condition. I barely used them. Do you want them? And I was like, ah, sure. You know, I'll come, come grab them. So I went over there and, uh, turned out to be four, uh, wheels with, uh, general grabber snow off-road tires, um, with a ton of tread, like very new looking. Um, and then another, a fifth wheel I got later with a, terrible old Michelin on it. But so that's, that was the question I was talking about on the Thursday edition was, first of all, I don't need off-road snow tires. Like general grabbers are pretty much like snow, right? Are, are they, that's a, yeah, that's a mud terrain, right? Like a, it's, it's not yeah. an, yeah. it's not an AT, it's an MT. Yeah. It's not a snow tire per se, right. but it's a mud, mud terrain yeah. tire. Yeah. So it's the more I, aggressive I, and mud terrain. It's like, it's not only for mud, it's just like the more aggressive tire right yeah but it doesn't have like it's fine siping so i don't think it's a snow tire per yeah. se i don't, I don't think, I don't think a grabber general... yeah i don't think a general grabber is a snow tire it's just like an mns rated or something yeah it's yeah mns rated yeah, yeah it's just that off-road tire like aggressive so off-road. the right so even where the the tread looks fine tons of tread depth and all that um but uh seven years old seven year old build date so um, what do you guys think of that? Do you think it's worth running them and ruining them? Do you think someone would want them? Someone the will wheels, want somebody would want them, yeah. Yeah, even though they're old. And they I I'm guessing they were stored indoors. They don't look like they've been outdoors. They're not dirty or anything. So 
Unless Marty did a little quick detail on him, which I, I highly doubt. I can see using them if you're going down to that, uh, what's that? Synchro the Fest or whatever. Yeah, the, the Vanagon Festival mm. or whatever. Synchro like you Fest, do a yeah. kind of off-roading or something. And bring yeah, right. that's the first thing that weekend. comes to my mind, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Apart. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Marty, for the extra wheels. Um, I'll definitely keep those in the uh, garage for who knows when. But he also gave me some uh, cool roadmap books of Washington, cool what? Oregon, and California. Okay. Cool which what? Is, uh, at Roadmap at atlases. Oh, cool. Oh, shit. Nice. My Speaking of tires, did you see that Tom Francis sent us a picture in Scotts Valley of uh, Mucho Macho tires what? on a, I believe, a Mercedes? No and way. The Mucho Macho was painted with a paint pen <gasps> in red. Ooh, what? Nice. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe Mucho that. Mucho Macho Cosmos, I believe. Yeah, Cosmos. Yeah, Cosmos the brand. Yeah, and yeah. then he, and they're, yeah, they're painted. It's painted <laughs> bright way. red, dude. Don't I hate the fact that these guys go, yeah, Cosmos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that's the cool cat, right? Cool cats and kittens. Dude, cool cats and I mean, kittens. it was on, it was on the other, other episode. It was like we're looking yeah, at it. It's like, oh, what? How are you? How are you writing Cosmo on the side of the tire instead of Mucho Macho? It should be white letters out, <laughs> Mucho Macho. How do you miss that? Red and letters this out. Guy red letters out was the obvious. Red letters out, dude. Which is a general grabber <laughs> thing, by the way. They do red. By letters. the way, this is the most advertising this company has ever gotten in its history. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure know. orders. And we are also hope in. that we hope nobody buys these tires. This is we need to say that right off the bat. We don't want anyone to die with Mucho Macho, bro. Uh, but yeah, Wemmy, I think that, yeah, capping off the uh, tire story, I think for light off-road whatever usage, you're fine, but it's like long distances where they're going to be subject- subjected to like sustained speeds, getting hot yeah. is what I'd be concerned about, you know, like that's when it, the tread starts right. falling off or cracking or whatever. Especially um, not useful yeah. for you because you already have the BFG ATs, right? Yeah, Ooh. I don't need them. Like You're that right. works. I don't need yeah, that works fine for the Hollister trip already. Yeah, I know, I know. So I feel like I need to uh, pay them forward to somebody who's like has no tires and is just bummed. That's or, a good call. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, or what you do is yeah. murder them. Yeah, just give with them a disclaimer like of like here, use these on tire. your ranch, right? Wham, use these on your ranch. No, I mean, <laughs> so you go. To, I think we. So you go to Synchrofest this year, and you bring those with in you, May. and you say. Give you me know, a twenty-four we'll, we'll pack trade, of. We'll uh, trade for something. a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. I think we are very, um, we're very cautious when it comes to old tires. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are not. Yeah. And they will ride them until the fucking things are, you know, cord showing, and they just look at tread depth, and it's like those are good tires. Like shit, these are ready to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've never even looked at a date code. So I think, um, I, I think, think we're in the, right. a minority in some ways. Yeah. Minority report? In the minority report. So I'm not saying that uh, you should run seven-year-old tires, but I was thinking that this is like something you would have, uh, you put on for certain trips. Like if you're doing like an off-road thing or something, you just throw those on. But they could last, like we were talking about, you know, years and years under those uh, circumstances. Hard to say. Vanagon bolt pattern is... Kind of odd, Mercedes, right? Mercedes, right? Mercedes. Uh, yeah, Mercedes. Yeah, five so by one one two. You need one fourteen, I think. Oh, 14 is it? I thought it was one one two. Either one. Uh, mm. you, this is uh, there's a uh, <laughs> how am I blanking on it? Uh, gambler, 
This is a, there's a gambler tie-in. Oh, Merce- Mercedes gambler. are very common to see out there. So you mm. you know lift it or cut the wheel arches and throw these on. Perfect gambler right. tire. Right, right. That's why Ronald Pentas fit on Vanigans, and they look pretty decent. This this would be a good looking wheel. This is the five spoke Vanigan wheel. What is it? Yeah. A fourteen inch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this would look good on a Mercedes, on like a a W one two three. Yeah, it would look totally fine. Yeah, they're a very simple uh, functional By the wheel. Way, they usually go the other way, right? They put those Mercedes uh, wheels on the Vanigan. CLK. Right? Yeah. yeah, the CLK yeah. wheels yeah. Uh, go on there. By yeah. the way, or I see the other ones that. The, the like E class or the W124 with the holes, right? Like those are pretty popular yeah. in Vanigans. Very common. Yeah. I, I like, Wham, how you're slowly piecing together a whole second Vanigan. <laughs> I know. Well, it's hard for me to say no. Like, uh, I hey, just... Let's go through the list. Uh, you got a set of door panels, extra. Uh, engine, extra. Full set of wheels and tires, extra, including a spare. <laughs> you're not, so you're you're not a star, man. Fuel injection system, all the yeah, all the whole engine. Yeah, I yeah. mean, all you get need a, is a get an old shell. VW. Get an old VW bug, and then you can build yourself a little oh. thing or something. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's like if if I come across a van with you know three hundred thousand miles and it's super cheap, I have that answer, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, can make that happen. But yeah, I don't know. I sometimes I question myself. I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing, and it's just more <laughs> of like just, a hoarder mentality. Let's just take that right out of there, context. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I don't need these wheels and tires. But when Marty said, "Do you want them?" My first thing is like, "Yeah, sure." You're like, does right? a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> I can drive my truck a mile and have five more Vanigan wheels and tires. I guess I should do that. And, and you then, get like, to brag about driving your truck. That's that's, that's kind true of the too. main incentive, really, right? Beyond that's true else. too. Yeah. Thank you, thank yeah. you, Lane. I'm glad you've noticed that. Yeah, and uh, but I want to be like Lane someday, where it's like, "Fuck, dude, that fucking part of my car broke." Oh, I'll just go to the shed. And I have three of them. It is pretty nice. Dude. Yeah. He also gave me a, a new door handle with um, a key, a lock and key. So, Ooh. Ooh, that's nice. uh, you know, these those, are just. Those are known to break. So that's good. They are. Um, his set, he, he froze his doors solid shut Whoa. and had to and tried to get something in there to free it up. And it broke the whole thing off. So. Oh, so he yeah. so, they sold the synchro. That's cool. No, he oh. he's decided to keep the synchro because. I think it was just one of those things once he got it up, he took it to Oregon and he thought, he's like, this is just too cool of a car not to have. I can yeah, yeah. cruise around in the snow in it and mm. park it down by the lake and with the dog and why sell it? And I was like, yeah, dude, I guess that's the move. But yeah. he didn't need this extra set of wheels. So hmm. that's that. But uh, yeah, he's got the Cobra and the Synchro and the Land Cruiser and the WRX. <laughs> it's a pretty nice, sweet. Dude. He's definitely ready for quiver. weather. Yeah. He's, re- he's ready for snow. He's yeah. ready for snow, and then he's then he's got the cobra to blast around these empty roads. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Cobra blast. Is that a good album title? <laughs> cobra or blast. Snow cobra. The, snow cobra. Snow that's cobra. A, that's a good band name. Yeah. Snow, snow cobra. cobra is a good band name. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like. You guys ever heard of Gropple? You ever heard of Gropple? No. Oh, that's a drink, Gro- right? Isn't it an alcoholic drink? Oh, that's Gropple. Ah, yeah. Don't fuck with that. I was. We drank a lot of that in Italy, o- and uh, man, that is whatever is the fuck, Turkish word. that'll fuck you up. Yeah, um, no, grapple is like a cross between snow and rain. Not hail so much. What about but sleet? Is that sleet? Yeah, it's something like that. It's another sleet, sleety term. <laughs> such a sleet, such a sleet ball. Such a sleet ball. <laughs> that chick was such a sleet. <laughs> uh, no, that's. Uh, 
It's a new term I just learned. Okay. Grapple. Dude, I, I actually we were throwing around gulch the other night in a text. I just it's a good word, gulch. You know, you don't really throw use it. Throwing out what? Gulch. Kind of a, gulch, kind like of a change Rodale in topic gulch? there. It's a word. It's a fun word. It's it involves uh, geography, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who's we? <laughs> yeah, why? Why is that like such a great? Like, huh. I, I like it. Uh, Wham's over here talking about weather, and Art's just having fun with words. <laughs> oh no, no, no! no. The, 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 the weather. It, what was the one you? It was texted all about. Me, it was us? about grapple. It was. It was the word, right? Grapple. What was the word yeah. you texted earlier? Uh, you said like no way Jose or something. Or? Oh, just joshing you. <laughs> just joshing you. Yeah, he said he he texted just joshing you. He said I don't like. Just that. kidding. I just wanted to use the word joshing. I don't like that at all. But there was a there was a um a, a, what do you call it? I did uh mislead Warren for a second there, and he was actually like no. And then I'm like I'm just joshing you, dude. See. Oh boy! I Here heard that go. there's like yeah I don't know it might be a bad word actually it might be um so I don't know that there's I don't know the history behind it too much and I started looking into it and it didn't seem very good it, it involved Judaism and all this other stuff and I'm like oh shit maybe I shouldn't say that <laughs> got to be careful um, with some of these yeah I started looking into it <laughs> so it's a good thing I, to I, I got, art I support I got, that it's a good thing to look at so the root far. of these words sometimes it's like yeah, not yeah. so good yeah 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 uh huh. Yeah. There's a, you guys see the history of like or the swear word thing on Yeah, w- I saw the one with Nicolas Cage. With Cage. Or does he yeah. does he do They're, all of them? He hosts them all. Oh yeah, sweet. I saw um I saw shit and fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the best ones. One they came was out damn. swinging. Damn's like not good at all. They came out swinging with that one. Dude, I actually speaking Any, uh, of fuck, um, I um, seventh or eighth grade, I got pulled aside by my um, computer teacher because I I said fuck in class, and um, not only did I get detention, but I got pulled aside and and was asked to define the word in front of everyone, and I was just thinking like, I don't know if that would be allowed these days, like you know um like you know like <laughs> I don't even want to hear your answer. I'm already bashful. No, either. yeah, that's not that's not something not you would. Uh, how gnarly is that? Yeah. Seems like a teacher um, would get fired for that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Yeah, like, like crossing you know, a line. Back then was probably okay, it's, but probably not anymore. Well, I think that's that's sort of like you get caught smoking, they make you smoke the whole pack. So yeah. Right it's yeah. like, oh, you want to use that word? Well, now fucking write an essay. You're like, yeah. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. Exactly. Any uh, Project Car updates? I want to hear about this race series. Anything? How'd you do? How'd you do, Lane? So I did. Oh, I, oh wait. What is it? Oh, no, it's so, same no, thing. it's the dirt, dirt, rally. dirt rally thing. No, I know. So I know. we start. I I started a six race race series, six stages total in each race, whatever. That's kind of a, a couple weeks ago. Big one. It was pretty pretty gnarly one. I fucked up because you have to pick a car for each. You have to choose a car for each stage. Yeah. And I chose the car on the first stage and didn't change it, so it like randomly picks cars for the places you're going. That's right. So Dude, like there, you're going are, there are a lot of settings, actually. Because you have to go line by yeah. line for every yeah, every to, every stage within every event. And yeah, it's exactly. How much and you have time, to pick like, are, is weather stops. okay? Yeah, can yep. you fix your car? Do you have, how many minutes do you have to fix your car? Yep. It's like a bunch of button clicking. Are you doing this? Yeah. Are you doing this on your computer or are you doing it on your computer? Okay, yeah, that'd be computer. the only And if you screw it up, It'll freaking yeah. erase everything. It's like a major so, pain in the ass. So I've kind of, I mean, I fucked up because I wanted to do just front wheel drive, right. 
Like basically Mark II, GTI, and Peugeot. Yeah, I think pick a the car, you go through the whole Yeah, and I want to do it all because yeah. you kind of set your car up yeah. and you know the car. You learn how the, the characteristics, like how it breaks and, you know, lift throttle oversteer, all this stuff. And meanwhile, I totally fucked up. And then the next stage, all of a sudden, we're in some rear-wheel drive things that are all gnarly. And you're having to, like, relearn how to drive because right. the characteristics are totally different. Uh, so I kind of fucked up on that. I... And I was bummed. No one really complained. I thought Hushy Pushy would complain the most because he's like, I don't want rear-wheel drive. They suck. I can't drive them. And he, like, rage quit that one time yeah, because rear-wheel drive. Yeah, picky, yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Hushy Pushy's, like, super fast rear-wheel drive. Like, I don't know what happened. Is he hiring? He just, like, hiring murders it. Like, he hired some, I think he might have hired someone to hired. come over and yeah. play for him. He hired that Audi, that Audi driver from Formula E to drive for him? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for the AB apt. Yeah. Uh, ABT guy. Um, but, yeah, it went... Uh, I mean, it went pretty well. Uh, we had... I don't even know how many people we had racing, but probably up to, like, 20 oh, nice. per, per stage or whatever. And uh, I, I saw it. I, I finished solid mid pack, but uh, really? you <laughs> pretty used much to sucked be up, it up at the top. Dude, we got some faster guys, I think, or something. I, I mean, I don't I only play it when we have one of these. So yeah. I'll, that's my excuse. Uh, <laughs> I only play the tournaments. But uh, and co- along with this, Auto Off Topic had a, a tournament or a, whatever race is going on. Um, so I, I participated in that as well, and I actually won that one. So yeah, you know, wiped her off my shoulder. Oh, you kind of froze up there for a little bit there, Lane. Yeah, the re- yeah, yeah. The listeners won't know it, but yep. uh, you're yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but you did better um, in that one. Um, but yeah, it was. It's so, fun. That's such a stressful game, though, dude. It's just like. I, I crashed out on one of the I like the second stage of six. I like went off a bridge and died and it's like terminal damage. It's like, do you wanna quit? Do you wanna like you have to retire from the event when that happens? Yeah, no, you're done. You like you literally you're see done. blood on the windshield and you're done. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> and I'm like it's so depressing, dude. You're like, dude, I like because it's every two days, yeah. and you're like, you're you all get, set just up. get started, yeah. and you die, and you're like, fuck, man. It's a little, and it little gives real. you 15 minutes per round or whatever. Like, you know, you're basically it, it murders you. I mean, yeah, it's awful, man. And this is all on Patreon, correct? Uh, you organizing? Uh, not. I mean, we we publicize it. It's mostly on Patreon. That's where we chat about it and stuff. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so people hear about it. I don't know if it's just coincidence or whatever, but I dropped off uh, kind of right around the time when I was realizing how terrible I was at it. Uh, I don't think it's just coincidence, but um, I'm I'm bummed that I haven't been making the time to do it. It it is super fun and engaging. It, like it it is it is just that right amount of stress where you're like kind of wrapped up in it. Yeah, but it's it's and it way does hard. give you do have that like uh, that sense of like you. I mean, you get into it where you're like, I want to beat these people. And you're like, bum when you lose. Yeah. You know? It's like, and it's uh, also one of those things where it's like, dude, I was flying. And then you see the other people's scores and you're like, yeah. nope, no idea. Yeah. I have no idea how they were going minutes faster than me on these short little <laughs> yeah. stages. Like, I, I was flying. I don't know if you saw me, but I was flying back there. One of these times, they <laughs> don't make any sense. I know. There's some of the stages, like these short stints, and I'll practice, you know, and I'm like, I am murdering. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm feeling there's good. no way I can go faster. Yeah. Like I am straight up like on the throttle or on the brakes or full slide. And then I end and it's like, 
I look at the, you know, you look at, this is just in the practice, like time trial things. And there's some guy that I'm like 400th place. Yeah. And there's some guy that went 30 seconds faster than me, though. 30 seconds on like a three minute stage. On a three minute (laughs) stage. And I'm like, how? And we're using the same cars. It's not like some magic. Like he doesn't get like free upgrades and have a power boost or anything. It's like, it's insane, dude. And then a lot of times you forget to change tires, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to change tires. And, then you and my pop tires one, are just totally yeah, off, right. and I'm like flying, you know, going all over the road. And it really penalizes though. you if you suck, too, because it's like then you're driving with, you know, fucked up suspension or an engine mm-hmm. that's overheating, and it's like you yeah. carry that onto the next stage if you don't yeah, have a lot of repair yeah. time. So it's like not only are you terrible at this game, but now you're, you got a car that's about to burst into flames. Yep. I do think it would be fun if like Warren and and Art got it too, and we kind of all yeah did I'd love these to try it. these things because uh, yeah we could do like a it, championship of four, and we all record the screen, and so we can see each other's driving faces. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, <laughs> I think, dude. That would be pretty funny. I actually, I think you posted a video, Brian, of you like racing one, yeah. and people were like making comments about yeah. your driving faces. Yeah, because right? I was I all almost straight, straight serious, and it's like, yeah. dude, I can't. I'm yeah. I'm having a hard time with this game. Like, I I'm not monitoring my facial expression. Yeah. Now yeah. that you point out back to back, like, tap. it is a little embarrassing. Yeah, you're right, commenter on YouTube. So, where did you, or Elaine, did you say you wait two days between stages? Can you do them all back to back, like on one sitting, or you can? Because, like, it would be, it would be fun to do like a drinking game thing where, like, if you were, like, (laughs) so you you have to wait, no, you have to wait two days, but Uh, I don't think so. You can set that time. Well, you can set it differently. So, the way we have it is every two days you have a. I don't know how do you what's a, a stage is this a stage so, so it's, it's a like championship an event a championship an event yeah. and a stage those yeah so every two days you have a new event in this case an event has six stages you have to do those back to back to back to back mm-hmm. so that's in one sitting yeah and they take anywhere from like a half an hour to forty five minutes you know it's not like a crazy amount of time or anything mm. for an event yeah. Yeah, because, you know, each stage is like three to seven minutes yeah. or something like that. Nice. It, so. But, yeah, yeah, so you it, could – we could definitely – you could do one where, uh, you know, we're, we all have uh, – you could do it like so that you have a day – you know, it's all the same night that we all have yeah. to run a certain event. And then you could, mm-hmm. if you wanted, you do three of those nights in a row. or yeah. what, uh, you know, That could you be could fun kinda... to do really short ones and yeah. then get – and but it is fun to have all the Patreons too and all like the listeners involved. Yeah, there's really yeah. no too, drawback because, to having that. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's like everything. And I get texts, you know, like uh, Big Fat Flip. Brian will like text me and be like, "Haha, just beat you," or you know, like, oh, "Damn, you beat me in the last." Like Travis Tucker, like, was like right after I I did one of them and he's like, "Fuck you," <laughs> you know, it was just like because <laughs> I beat him by him like down, yeah. like the smallest, yeah, smallest nice. time, you know, yeah. But sounds fun. It's fun. Um, I didn't. I don't have a project car update. I just did want to. I want to mention something that was extremely gratifying. Um, over the weekend, I spent who knows how many hours cleaning and organizing my garage. It's like something that I've been wanting to do since we moved in a, over a year ago. Because like you know, stuff just kind of piled up in corners and boxes and all this shit. And like you know, we have ca- a lot of cabinetry in the garage, and like it wasn't used very efficiently. So like 
I went through and like spent a shit ton of time just like organizing everything and throwing a bunch of stuff away. And like, it's so nice. <laughs> like, it's such a great feeling. And like, I still need to do a little bit more organization with my tools. Like, you know, like, but, um, that was kind of my, my only real kind of automotive project related update is just like organizing all my shit. And it's like a great nice. feeling. It's like a nice feeling off my shoulders. I, I missed the very first part, but did you say, so was shelving involved? Did you get new no, shelving? No, no, there, there's there's shelving already in place. I have cabinetry like in the walls, like but yeah, yeah. I see um, it behind like, you above the garage door. Yeah, above like. the garage door. Yeah, it's all on either side. Um, but um, I just like you know there was stuff that had been like stuffed in there when we first moved in, and it was like not like high priority shit. Like some of it was trash, and like she was like sorting through a lot of the stuff like that wasn't really needed, and like and having Jamie like double check it, right? Like, do we really need this? Like, do we want, or where do we put it? And and organizing for access too, right? Like the most yeah. used stuff, I usually put stuff in yeah, one place right. and like things were kind of all mixed up and I had some of my tools in the right place and some of like my chemicals and shit, like all my cleaning supplies and all that were not like really easily accessible. So now I have all my paints, all my chemicals, all my cleaning supplies, all in one area organized and like all of my wires, all of my cables, all of the adapt, you know, all this other shit. So it's like all super organized and it's like your vape pen collection, vape pen collection. Like now my next thing is like, this gets nerdy and whatever, but eventually I would love to like, like do all like the drywall and sheetrock stuff like all over my walls and like paint it because the previous owner did it on two of the walls two and a half of the walls and then the rest of it is like exposed studs and the funny thing is that he put the insulation in so it's insulation between the studs but it's like open so like eventually i would love to like cover all fairly that fairly common for garages but yeah yeah you want to finish it off yeah just, finishing yeah, it off and then just insulation. painting it and sealing the floor and all that shit you know it's like that, that that's like long-term goals but um it's just like nice to step into a clean space and like not clutter everywhere you know for sure so for me that's, that's like why a I built a cat goal. that's why i built a cat condo cat wall cat condo that's why i built oh, a cat, cat condo. condo yeah to get them out of your way <laughs> yeah yep Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't same, have any same thing. real project updates. I just got, I finally got my Pelican Parts order, and then I, I still haven't it. received my Recaro sliders from Vivid Racing. But Dang. We'll see. Everything's delayed, huh? Oh, actually, one one yeah. thing I'll throw in there that involves the cleanup. Um, I still have the rear impact bumper for an E30 pre-tucked if anyone wants it i had collapsed the shocks so please take the shit out of here i'll give it to you for free if anyone is interested in that um i i think i'll end up shipping it to europe at a, at a premium um if, I, if someone doesn't pick it up i was talking to wham about this but there are people in europe that put fucking impact bumpers on e30s and like you um, always it, talk about this but, but it's like like style though like people take them to car shows like show cars with impact bumpers of course it's, like, it's forbidden fruit it's, it's so all the weird stuff you can't so, have so that's probably the next step if no one picks it up here in the next week i'm just gonna put it up on ebay and try to somehow target the euro community there you go hashtag untuck untucked shirts trivia brian oh, any, i don't know any oh, brian. <laughs> no i've got nothing nothing all right quite weak quite weak in the uh, volvo household you can say that okay <laughs> <laughs> all right i think it's that time ladies and gentlemen welcome welcome to uh trivia um art would you do the honors Ooh, it's been a while da 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 it's pretty good, dude. That is pretty good. Put a little spin on that one. Hey, you know, there's Trivia always time. a spin. Yeah. Trivia time. Alrighty then. Where were we? Um, 
Containers, uh, shipping containers are all the rage these days. People yep. like using them for all sorts of different things. I'm uh, not really sold on them as house, uh, using them for houses, but maybe like a little shed, of course, something like that. Where do you guys stand on houses? We've kind of talked about this in the past, but it seems like way too much work, right? You're going to have to deconstruct this whole thing and uh, make it into some foundation. You already know my view, rooms. Warren. Oh, I, know, I don't know it. What is it? Oh, I I think they're lame for houses. I I watch these like home shows where they build houses out of them, and it just seems like in the end they're like, yeah, we spent three hundred fifty grand building this thing, and it's like, yeah, and then you end up with this product that's like not as good as a custom home because you're working around these parameters of of these boxes and the way the walls like everything butts up is not like perfect. I don't. It's just. It's not yep. for me, but I could definitely see it as like, hey, I have two shipping containers. Like, I already have them, and I'm going to make an office in my backyard. That's rad. Yeah, like a cool office but, or a storage area. Yeah, yeah, yeah or storage. Yeah. Like, Brian's yeah. parents have it as storage. Yeah, definitely good for a storage thing, yeah. It's awesome. Storage but is great. I just don't see it as like, I'm going to buy these things, have them brought here, build a foundation for them, like, make it, like, I can frame up a, a shed quicker, like, easier than that, or like a, a room, you know, a big, big room. Yeah. So I don't really understand it. So the um, a tanker ship or a container ship here, the one Apis was sailing um, across the Pacific in November, and it lost some containers during a large storm. How many containers were lost Ooh. overboard? Shit. And, and, and by the way, a little... I don't know if you might be able to answer this wham trivia. Is it true that people can just claim these if they find them? Like I've heard that if you oh, find I've floating that. containers that you can you can just claim them as your own cuz international know waters they, or something. They're um they're insured so they don't really try to retrieve them which is insane but It seems uh, like they would be made to retrieve them. <laughs> it's pretty I know. gnarly to have this big like you're just like throwing trash in the ocean. Yeah, it's crazy. right. Uh, I can tell you this too. So uh, the company I work for, Brightsign, um, we had two containers on that ship, and they were lost. Oh shit! That one. <laughs> what? Yep. So do you know the total? Wow. Do you know the total we, number? We were just having a uh, an all hands meeting this week, um, and we had a picture of the ship. You know, that's one of the things that we dealt with. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! So is how much it was tipped was over. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting all the numbers, but it was two full containers. And so insurance wow. is the thing, right? And so that's where all this stuff goes. Um, but uh, certainly impacts like timelines for getting stuff to people. Yeah. <laughs> it's really surprising that this even happens. You would think they'd have some other method well, to strap them to the boat. Yeah. So th because they're well, just held in with the little uh, locks on yeah, each corner so of the it's container. It's pretty trippy looking at the photo of it, which I hadn't seen before. And it's like there's uh, you know so many on this ship. Uh, a ton of the uh, you know, stacks are all fine, but then there's some and they're just tipped over and you see the top ones just tumbled into the water, I guess. Uh, but it's like, dude, yeah, don't you have a, don't you put an extra strap over the top? Like, I can't imagine driving down the, <laughs> the road with a, dude, uh, what are you going to strap it with? I mean, th th how much does each right. one of those weigh? I know, yeah, it's you like, don't strap it. So you don't much. strap it. They don't make straps <laughs> so like much. this, but it's just, it feels <laughs> crazy, right? I don't know. Yeah. You, you build like bigger sides on the ship like a, or something? Or a big clamp or something. Yeah, big, like two steel clamp, like huge, sl I don't know, clamps or something. Yeah. Um, 50, clamp, 50 is my clamp, answer. Clamp again. Wham, 50 is how my many? answer. Uh, um, 50 containers. 1,200 is my one, answer. Two. 
What? I'm going to say 300. Brian wins 1,816 Did fucking all of them go overboard? No. (laughs) Not even half. I think a third of them. What? No way. 1,800 into the ocean. Holy shit. How many does it fit? Like normally. Well, he said a third, so I, well, I, 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 I don't know about that for sure. But it I what's think it called? That's what it is. One apis? Uh one apis. Not to be confused and with the one this monkey. Is, this is following uh this was actually after this happened, just recently the Maersk Essen was sailing from China to LA and it hit severe weather and lost seven hundred and fifty. Dang. This is it's like, insane. this is where, so I've been, you know, driving around Santa Cruz in high school. Some guys come over and they're like, hey, dude, do you need a stereo? These fell off the, you know, it's like weird delivery. These like fell off the truck. <laughs> now you believe it? Like this is, this is like the up to shore. Yeah, like somebody's out there with, a you know, two containers full of bright time devices. And he's like, hey, man, you got, we just found these. Super good deal. We're just trying to get rid of them. We can't, we don't, you can't take them back to the just warehouse. washed up on shore. That's all you need to know. Um, all right. This next story is also a couple months old. I've thought about this. I don't know if we've talked about it. I hope not. But um, there was a pigeon auction in Ooh. Belgium not long ago. Racing pigeons is uh, uh, apparently a thing. Uh, people still that's a good lemons still, like still lemons do. team name by the way. Racing pigeons. the racing pigeons. You know who uh, does this is uh, Mike Tyson. He's into oh, racing pigeons. Yeah, yeah. Now Kith. Um, so a two-year-old Belgian racing pigeon called New Kim <laughs> set a new record at auction. How much did New Kim sell for? And by the way, this fucker looks exactly like a park pigeon. So, <laughs> so he's a he's a race winner, multiple Apparent, race winner. Apparently, yeah, he comes from a long line of how can racing they, pigeons. Like, how do they know this is the one? They didn't just like pick this Swap one up out the, the pigeon. Park. I think no, they have a little tag. They probably put a chip on their They probably put a chip in them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but even that. RFID. This is this is new Dude. Kim, so not the old Kim. So new so Kim's got some pedigree. This could be like though. a $20 thing, or this could be like crazy, right? <laughs> Rich guy, poor guy, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, How exactly. much for that pigeon? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's how a lady yeah. in the park on Home Alone 2, or it's like. No, exactly. What are the prizes involved? Do we know? High dollar. Do we know how much a race win will. Uh, earn you? No, well, dude, that's all black mark. That's all under underground. I'm more of a falconer myself. But. Same here. Um, yeah. Shit. Uh, Twenty five grand. <laughs> I don't for know. one pigeon. One pigeon. I don't know. <laughs> I'm wondering if there's like a whole breeding element, like the horses in this, uh, that, that plays into all of this. Oh stuff yeah, of course. I, I, dude, of course. I just can't this is new pigeons. Kim. This is new, Kim. new Kim. Yeah, the old one was pretty new good. Kim this too is the new version could be valuable. So we got twenty. We got twenty five grand out of art. Yeah, he's gonna pay twenty five thousand. I'm paying two hundred bucks, dude. I'm paying forty one. Forty one k for this thing. Forty one thousand. <laughs> I love it. I'm reluctantly paying 200. I'm looking this uh, up right now. He's <laughs> Ventura. Uh, one one point eight nine million dollars. Woo! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is a ridiculous. Um, thing. By the way, in March of 2019, another Belgian pigeon, Armando. Wait, you didn't say it was Belgian. <laughs> you didn't say it was Belgian. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. He started uh, it off that I way. I would have bought much higher. He sold for uh, 1.2 million euros. Oh, this is crazy, dude. 
So do you think? Okay, so what uh, do they uh, eat? Go. This is my question. Do you think like for these? What do they eat? They, they, you set up a stable and it, you make it. You try to recreate a park setting and you throw their f- trash on the ground and they eat it. Is that what they do for these high dollar <laughs> pigeons? It says that no. uh, New Kim is only two years old and only raced in 2018, so he earned the title of best young bird. Of oh, course, we all rookie know that. of the year, uh, yeah. prompting young an gunner. early retirement. And uh, New Kim is a, a female, so there's chicks ahead. It's like a breeding. Uh, play there. Okay. So wow. bidding started at 200 euros on November 2nd, and it was at 1.3 million. Was out immediately. That was, uh, in that was 90 last minutes. minutes. 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Dude. And uh, two wealthy, guess where they're from, collectors. Uh, from oh, uh, Saudi. Racist. Middle East. That's close. Chinese. Oh, Chinese. Chinese collectors. That's close? Saudi and Arabia? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, why is that close? <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> That's I don't know. It just sounds like a <laughs> good one. They're more into falcons, dude. I mean, I guess yeah. These they, uh, these uh, races they've got to yield some serious dough, right? Like that's the whole thing. Like you win the prize money's got to be super high, right? I imagine. I guess so. Yeah, it has yeah. to be to justify that. Yeah, that's crazy. They must um, be putting millions of dollars on these races. Did you see what so I said, you guys? And- I just yeah, texted no. you because I, I was trying to remember what the reward was for the rare albino pigeon in Ace Ventura. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, how's that? Bucks? That's some trivia for you. Don't look. Wait, don't grand. Look. Oh, you already looked. I was about to uh, Sorry. trivia you. Sorry, 25 grand. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it says that Chinese enthusiasm for long-distance racing of homing pigeons Long has driven prices racing. up. Huh. Yeah. So this is like the old rally uh, race Marathon stages. Style, or whatever. yeah. Marathon style. Yeah. So all you pigeon enthusiasts, I know you're laughing at home, but uh, this is news to us. So, um, Is there like there a lemons version of the pigeon racing? <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> the shittiest pigeon with a crippled arm. You yeah, just go yeah. to the yeah. park and grab yeah. one. Grab your pigeon. I mean, now I'm picturing <laughs> totally. like these trips to the wharf. It's like it's going to be hard to look at life the same way where you're seeing the pigeons out on the railing. It's like dollar sign, then, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. But then you see one that's fast. Yeah. Like they, they take off and that one's like shooting head. You're like, I got to get, yeah, my, I gotta get that pigeon. guy. So what well, it's kind of a, it's a, new, it's a good pig. movie, right? It's a good story. It's like, it's like the, it's the low key, like kind of like, um, what do you call it? Like the dirt Worst bag pigeon ever. racer. Like it's the, it's the pigeon that used to race around the <laughs> pier. But then no, like some kid, oh, some kid finds one on the yeah. pier that's hurt. That's right. He brings it back to health, and then he goes, "Oh, they're racing these things." So he goes to Belgium. His and little laugh town at pays for him to go to Belgium yeah. with his pigeon. They all laugh at him. He, he loses gets, the first race, he, but, he's, but he's close. But then he but, gets trained by this like Belgian exactly. dude who trains all the greatest pigeons. But that cigarettes. Belgian dude was also an outcast in the society because <laughs> he had he done was. something shady. Yeah, so he knows well, the he the rooster some for somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then they travel yeah. to and China they, together, and, and that exactly. guy gets taught for the big gets taught yeah. by this kid, and the kid teaches him at the same time. And That's they right. they go to China and they win the big race. And yeah. then the pigeon meets another pigeon, has babies, and they're set millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. Enter All Mike right. Tyson right at the very end. Uh, oh, that's a little cameo, cameo at the end yeah. there. Yeah, I like it. That's yeah. actually what his face tattoo is. It's a pigeon wing. <laughs> Like a tribal vision. I wing? half believe you there, William. Tribal, tribal vision. <laughs> wing. All right, that's it. We're out. That's all, all right. there is to it. All right. Later. Later. All right. See you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I sometimes I question myself. I'm like I don't really know what I'm doing.
patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.